I'm not finished foraging, Fettel protested. There was something on the floor behind the table leg. It didn't smell like food, but you could never be sure. Besides, if it wasn't food, Fettel wondered, what is it? That's metal, Axel said, adding, mice don't eat metal, Fettel, as if he didn't already know that. You're a poet and you don't know it, he snapped back, touching the round, thin disc with his nose. In the dim light of the nighttime kitchen where all colors were dark, this thing gleamed as silver as the pipes in the cupboard under the sink. It smelled of humans. Freddle wondered what they might use it for and why its edges were ridged. He wondered about the design on its surface. He'd never seen anything like it. Was that a nose sticking out? An eye? And where was the body if this was a head? He wondered, but he wasn't about to ask his cousin. Sometimes he got tired of knowing less and being bossed around. Metal rhymes with freddle, he explained to irritate her. I'm not waiting around any longer, Axel announced, and she scurried off. Freddle planned to follow, just not right away. He tried licking the metal thing. Cool, and definitely not food. He raised his head and, ears cocked, peered into the darkness. A mouse could never know what awaited him out in the kitchen. There might be crusts of bread or bits of cookies, chunks of crackers, forgotten carrot ends, or the tasteless thick brown lumps that sometimes rolled up against a wall behind the stove or under the humming refrigerator. There were brown things in the cat's bowl, too, if you were hungry enough, if you dared. On the pantry shelf, there might be a smear of sweet honey on the side of a glass jar, or a cardboard box of oatmeal or cornflakes to be chewed through, and sometimes it was cat and crunch, which was Freddle's personal favorite, although his mother often warned him that his sweet tooth was going to get him into trouble. In the kitchen, there were drops of water clinging to the pipes in the cupboard under the sink, enough to satisfy everybody's thirst. In the kitchen, at night, you never knew what good surprises might be waiting. However, any mouse out foraging in any kitchen knows to be afraid, and Freddle was no exception. He was out on the open floor under the kitchen table, with only one of its thick legs to hide behind should the need arise. This flat, round, metal thing was worthless, so Freddle moved on. He found a pea to nibble on and swallowed quickly, ears alert for any unmouse-like sound, and wondered where Axel had gone off to. He knew better than to stop eating before he was entirely full. If you forage only at night, and always in great danger, you don't stop before you are full enough. Otherwise, you might have to wake early and wait a long, hungry time before the kitchen emptied and the mice could go out foraging. Freddle would finish the pea before he ran off to find his cousin. He nibbled and chewed. Crack! The kitchen mice froze and listened. After a few long seconds, they all dashed back to the small hole in one of the pantry doors, shoving and crowding one another to get to a place where the cat, alerted by the sound they all knew was a trap closing, could not get at them. Only when he was safe on the pantry floor behind the closed doors did Freddle step aside and let the rest of the kitchen mice pass him by. He was waiting for Grandfather, who was old and slow.
When Grandfather squeezed through the hole, the two of them climbed up between the walls together. At their nest, the mice counted themselves. Mother? Grandfather? Cordal? Kittle? And on through all fifteen of them, and were breathing a collective sigh of relief when Uncle Dakel came peeping over the rim. Is she here? he asked. Our Axel, is she with you, Freddle? Went, they all thought. But nobody said it out loud. Right away they started to forget Axel. Freddle, although he knew it was against the rules, silently recalled everything he could about his cousin, the quick sound of her nails on the floorboards, the gleam of her white teeth when she yawned at one of Grandfather's stories, the proud lift of her tail. Why? he started to ask, because now he was wondering why they had to forget, as if a went mouse had never lived with them. But he was silenced by an odd sound, and there was something he smelled. Everybody froze, as mice do when they are afraid, waiting, motionless, and, they hoped, invisible. Everybody listened.